Welcome back to this week's episode of Men in the Machine. I'm Kevin. And I'm Lucas. And here's the rub. Uh, so so I've got, I want to I wanna set the stage here. This is very important for understanding what this podcast in particular is. First things first, it's a listy buddy, technically. Mm-hmm. For, all, for all intents and purposes, it's a listy buddy. Haven't done a listisode in a while. Um, haven't spoke to Jeff in even longer, just in general. Um, so we'll figure that out as time goes on. But I, I, I love lists. We're still going to do lists, but this was actually Lucas's idea. This isn't something that, that I was going to do in general. And it's got, it's got two big asterisks on it. One, this is one piece. This is all yeah. one piece. If you, it is. If, you, if you even have the slightest amount of care for one piece, okay, fine. This might work out for you. For everyone else, just pure anime. We're not even, there's no food. This isn't a food podcast right now. No. This is one but piece. But when we were talking the other night, which is why I even had this idea, is that because one piece is anime, but it has so much to offer for people who don't know about anime, you know, there's oh, so. Oh, would you wreck? Oh, that's a that's a top. Hold on. Okay, I'm sorry. I almost interrupted with a topic. I'm gonna wait. We were having a conversation the other night, and I was trying to defend anime and you know, like the pedophilia and all the nonsense that's well, really on. hard okay, to get were, behind. No, he wasn't defending the pedophilia. No, I wasn't defending <laughs> the p- pedophilia. I was not. No. Okay, verb <laughs> phrasing. It just got it was, the, yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> I was defending anime, and I was speaking of the philosophy behind it and the the topics that they take on that you don't usually see the cultural in, difference in, that lead to our faults in it. Right, and you don't see those things in Western animation. A lot right. of the time, those concepts being talked about, not in the way that they do with a lot of these anime. And One Piece is one of those anomalies in the anime manga world where it is so silly that you look at it and you go, what in the hell is this? What am I watching? You well, know? that's a that's a big sell on it. It's actually what makes me so, so it makes it such a beloved one for me because of how much I like things like Adventure Time and whatnot. Absurdist mm-hmm. humor. And absurdist storytelling is my preferred take, and right. there it doesn't get more outside of 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 standard cliche genre norms than One Piece. It does right. every type of genre and all the different arcs, but obviously in its own style is just batshit insane. But if you catch the deep dives when they start, oh, we love a deep dive. We love the deep, we dive. Love deep dive. If you catch the deepness uh, on some of the issues that they take on, because they don't throw it right in your face you know you kind of have to watch and pay attention and be like they do wow. sometimes it, but, sometimes well of course but yeah well yeah fair i guess everyone but the storytelling is is done really well the characters are built really well yeah. in a way that it feels almost organic like yeah. you are living in this story yeah. with them um the i okay okay that's a whole other topic we'll get to that actually let me type these questions down these topics these thoughts um please hold your business very important me (laughs) and uh what was the thing you just said what were we just talking about uh uh, we're talking about the deep dive and the 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 topics and the storytelling and organic mf -er, i'm already lost all right well i got the one question that mattered most down it's fine so uh, first things first, like we were just saying, One Piece, all things One Piece, we're going to get into all that. Second thing, the b- second big asterisk. 
there is going to be spoilers. So, if you oh. have not seen up to the time skip, here's what I want you to do. One, listen if you don't mind spoilers. That's fine. I don't recommend it. The entire idea of spoilers in One Piece is very contentious amongst my friend group on what is, is not what because tech the main thing of one piece is it's a thousand fifty chapters long you know that your straw hats are making it that long so the tension of death isn't that intense so okay cool however there is a lot of spoilerific stuff that if you see it without spoilers if you experience without spoilers is substantially enhanced um and we'll get to that later so if you're fine with spoilers keep going if not don't second but but the, the, but the more thing is specifically like Craig and Jake, for example, if you made it this far in the podcast, why don't you just go on the uh, go on your app or your browser and drag this the the listen wheel the this the the the, the sound wheel all the way to about thirty seconds left and then play it from there so it counts as a full listen. That's all. I'm just saying, <laughs> skip the spoilers, but don't not listen to the end of the podcast. So you know, do it just just do me a little favor there. Um, so this is what we're going to do. All right, let's get it was, it was all right. It is going to be a list. We have our top five. Uh, did you do honorable mentions? Not worthy. I did a couple kind of honor. Stuff? I did a couple okay. honor, honorable mentions. So well, it it will be in listisode format. However, I already know if you've listened to this podcast long enough, I've already done a handful of One Piece specific podcasts, like the one with DJ where we got drunk and just literally went, "It's so good, dude! Oh, it's so dude, good!" I, yeah, I have a feeling yeah. we're gonna get off so, topic a few times. You know, the list is is admittedly, at least in my opinion, a backseat, especially because. When you're talking about pre-time skip, there is certain unanimous decisions that if you didn't make, I'm going to be mad at you, but also will be too easy to kind of talk over. Uh, and we'll get to that. Like there's certain obvious answers for a top five list pre-time skip. Yep. And so those kinds of things, while we'll talk more in depth in our own way when discussing One Piece, in terms of the list episode, we'll just be like, and my number three is, and you know, that's fine. Right. That's totally fine. So it's more. That's why I wanted to, you know, as discussion. far as um, the, I keep forgetting this word, the criteria mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that we're basing our list on. Uh, one of those was how it made us feel in real right. life. Because... Oh yeah. Do you want to say those that you texted me? The 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 three criteria. I think you texted them to the me and Charles one, right? Was it? Yeah, it was about the cafeteria. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Right here. Okay. I found it. We're going to do pre-time skip, top five arcs, three main criteria, standalone story. This one's very important because there is an arc pre-time skip that is considered one of the greatest that I'm like, yeah, and then part of it is because of the actual story of it. Two, character development, the most important one. Everybody, If if you watch a long-running show, something episodic, something serialized, character development's huge. And lastly, impact on you, IRL. Also, IRL. Uh, my, uh, Lucas has new mic. So this is the first showing of Lucas's new mic. If this podcast goes up before the next Nutty Buddy, which I think it will. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's fancy. Let's see how it turns out. No, it's a, uh, it's the same mic that DJ has now. Oh, really? He doesn't use it with me recording because we record him. Well, I'm just going to tip my hat to the gentleman. Yeah, just a little, uh, hello. Mm. I'm wearing my one piece sweater. I've, I changed the background on my computer to, it's actually really sick. I'll show you it in a bit. Um, it's, uh, the five, the core five, which is Ooh. rude to say about the straw hats, but it's the core five 
Zoro, mm-hmm. Nami, Luffy, Sanji, Usopp, and they're in Gon pose, and they've all got Gon hair from the transformation. Oh. <laughs> so all of them is going all the way up, but the best one is Zoro's is like a like an afro, like, it, like it's a puffed out. It's really good. I'll show you. I'll show you the wallpaper oh, yeah, later. Bro. Um, but I'm what I'm. I'm I'm ready. I'm one pieced up. I'm feeling good. Um, all my buddies are are really deep into it, which is why I said the disclaimer. Jake, um, is now all the way, uh, to Thriller Bark, and or almost to Thriller Bark. He's finishing up Ennis Lobby now, and uh, Craig is in Thriller Bark, and DJ is through Dressrosa at the very end. Like all these people. Oh boy, I. Duh. The amount of, of times in my life I talk about One Piece over the past decade, because I've been a fan of One Piece, not as long as you, but I've been a fan of One Piece for a long time, and I've been told mm-hmm. it's too long, or why would you worry about it, whatever, and then I just won't shut up about it, and then I got them to check it out. DJ experienced it forever ago in college, and then just dropped it, and now is coming back to it, but everyone else has just kind of not been on the radar. Having people in your life experiencing it for the first time, and being able to talk to them about it, is one of the best feelings in the yeah. world in terms of because you know we share everything you you share your music taste and then when someone says they like the same band you get hype or you share a movie and if someone's like i also love con air i'm like oh fuck yeah i love con air and we talk yeah. about it for me this is this is on a different level for me than that and it's especially it's especially special uh if you get the chance to watch it with someone and you get to oh. see their reactions see that's or their the problem or whatever it may be Oh, I watch it with DJ mostly through Discord, and because I can't see him, but when we're no longer talking during an episode, the silence speaks volumes. Like, for example, um, when we were watching uh, Senior Pink's backstory in Dressrosa, like, you don't want to talk. No words. You're gonna watch that backstory. You're gonna keep your goddamn mouth shut, and you're gonna (laughs) you're gonna uh, uh, take in the fact that Oda just made this one of the most important parts of Dressrosa for absolutely no reason. Yeah. Didn't need to do it to him, but he did it to us. Um, so yeah, engaging with them while they're watching it is a, is a whole other, it's a whole other beast. Um, well, I guess we'll kick right off then. Uh, yeah. Cause and... otherwise I'm just going to want to talk about, yeah, we're just going to talk about it. Um, <clears throat> do you want to go gonna... first? Cause if you yeah. go first, that means I go last. Okay, I'm gonna let you go last then. Okay, so start um, it off. We're gonna. I, I'm assuming there's gonna be a lot of overlap as well. So honestly, there, we might. There just might burn. be. You, you might be surprised. I'm because... sure I'll be very upset. But the point is um, that I think that at least three of these has got to be overhang. It's got to. Uh, number five. My my number five. Just do it. I'm right gonna now. start off with Alabasta. Okay. Respect, I'm going to start respect. off with Alabasta. That's when, um, that's kind of where it was leaving off. I mean, I used to watch this in the four kids days back on the Saturday morning oh, cartoons. Yeah. I've watched a lot of the four kids and, stuff uh, just for the sake of uh, uh, posterity and, and scientific research. And my God, four kids stuff is shit. Uh, I was always jumbled with the Alabasta story until I got older and uh, found One Piece again and re-watched it. It was what, you and Matt really got into it? Like uh, it was it was actually me, Caleb, and Garrett oh, that that right. got into it initially, and then I started bringing everybody else in. Yeah, Mosier, Matt, and Ryan, and all them. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, I've I've seen the first pre time skip. I've seen all the way through about six or seven times. Jesus uh, Christ! 
I because I showed it to so many people and, and you I watched and you it wanted with, that yeah. I watched it with yeah. people or I would see it. Um, and I always hated the Alabasta uh, arc because I, I had no idea what was going on. Oh, because okay. I, it was always jumbled. And once I got all the pieces together and realized how far back it went, mm -hmm. um, you know, how far it started uh, right. with Vivi and traveling well, with them. and That's from... Alabasta's, like, uh, claim to fame is that it's the first time in One Piece, which is obviously known for it now, goes full in on long-form storytelling characters yeah. uh, uh world elements uh story beats that just they'll they'll pepper in really quick they even start showing dofi off in alabasta when he's right. fucking around with uh the, the shikibu guy and they they start peppering in and you start to really experience everything that's led you there whereas before that it was just arc 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 like traditional shonen arc 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 right <clears throat> um yeah and also uh so the characters uh we get Phenomenal. to see a lot of character growth in this arc a lot of a lot of the strongest people they've ever come across kind of deal um yeah the show i'm trying i think i think i could be wrong but i'm pretty sure alabasta is the very first time luffy loses in a fight yeah and he loses twice, twice. <laughs> like you're to really his own, to his own mom no less yeah I mean... well i <laughs> you snuck that one by real smooth like but I, i'm not gonna address it uh they that's one of those things. That's another one of the things where I was not into One Piece, and I actually stayed mostly spoiler-free. The very first thing One Piece I ever saw was Luchi versus Luffy. Ooh. And I didn't know what it was. I didn't under Matt mm -hmm. was watching it, because Matt, at that time, when I was at his house um, living at his mom's, you know, uh, he was watching that again. He had already seen all this. He was just watching One Piece again, because that's what you do. And um, I was like, what the fuck is this? This is insane. Like, this is crazy. Like, I didn't even know One Piece yet. Yeah. And I was like, maybe I'll check this out. And when I moved to Saratoga and I started watching it finally on my own, I didn't know how long it was. Like, obviously, the website scrolled. For, I, I watched it on watchop.com. Yeah. Yeah, it removed the intro. It removed uh, everything. It, it even removed filler, I found out, which is kind of a bummer. I missed a bunch of filler. I seen some of them, but I missed some. And I actually like One Piece filler. I, I think One Piece filler is It is, is fun. Good. Yeah. It is fun. But um, if you got, a, you got a lot to watch, then... So, <laughs> watching through Alabasta the first time, only having seen Luffy fight a random leopard dude at some point in time with no context, I legitimately wasn't sure if he was making it out of Alabasta. I was like, is this the end of the series? Was I watching like a movie or some shit with Matt? Like, what the fuck's going on? Like, it was that unknown to me at the time. Oh, dude, when he gets stabbed by by the by the hook out, out in the desert and left to to go into the quicksand. Oh my god! Oh my I know. god! You start to yeah, you start to really see how ruthless this world actually is behind the silly, silly nonsense. I mean, you you get to see a lot of that before they get to the grand line yeah um there's but, a couple arcs we'll talk about soon that do that yeah, but in a different way this is long uh, this is long form terrorism not bad guy frieza shows up to destroy your planet like this is right. a planned attack with multiple allegiances the broke works is phenomenal like you're on it, it's the alabasta saga i should we fucked up i should tell everyone what the arcs are oh i kind of fucked up i mean it's not essential but i i think i should right um, well, you have you have your pre grand line. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, I'm talking. I've I pulled up on the uh, One Piece wiki. I've got them all 
I'll talk through them all. So let me just. Oh. So let me just for 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 for, for reference because now I want to talk about how these other arcs are. But if I'm just saying arc names, let's let's go through the list really quick. So to start the story, you have the East Blue Saga, which goes Romance Dawn, which is technically an adaptation of the one shot Romance Dawn with slightly different characters. Um, uh, then you go on to Orange Town Arc with Buggy. You go to Syrup Village where we meet Usopp, Barati, or Baratier. I don't know how to say it, or Barati. I don't, there's I've, so m- I've, Yeah, I've heard it said a lot of different yeah, things. Yeah, I say Barati. Me no? too. Yeah. Okay, so Barati where you meet Sanji, the chef. Uh, Arlong Park where you meet, Na- well, you don't meet Nami, but where you get Nami's story and you fight the fishmen. Logue Town, which is uh, a great one with all sorts of cast and crew that you meet, and it's very small. Then you move on to the Alabasta Saga or Arabasta Saga, you know, translation stuff, um, which has Reverse Mountain, where they go up, meet Laboon. You go to Whiskey Peak, one of the worst arcs ever. It better not be in your list. Little Garden. I kind of just rope it in. Right, because, well, that's the point of all this is that Alabasta, much like uh, the Water 7 Saga, it's, a, it's many arcs that mean one arc, but yeah. they're not. So when you're talking Alabasta in your number five, I am going to make you be specific and pick an Alabasta arc in the saga. So, uh, Reverse Mountain, Whiskey Peak, Little Garden. Then Drum oh, Island, we meet Chopper. I was going to say Drum Island might have yeah. to have it. And a then Alabasta is the finale. It's, it's the Alabasta arc. Then you go on to the Sky Island saga, which is the smallest saga. It is just Jaya, Skypia. Yep. Then you move on to Water 7 saga, which consists of Long Ring, Long Land, Water Ugh. 7, Ennis Lobby, post-Ennis Lobby. Then, oh, I lied. Then you move on to, quote-unquote, Thriller Bark Saga, which is the Thriller Bark arc. Why they call it a saga, I don't know. Maybe Oda had different plans, and because of the way the arc played out, he bailed. I'm not sure. Then you go on to the Summit War Saga, and this is the end of uh, pre-time skip, which is Sabodi Archipelago, or Shabodi. I don't know which way is proper. Yeah, uh, I've even heard an N in there at times. Yeah. Shabondi. Shabondi, yep, I've heard that one too. <laughs> uh, Amazon Lily, Impel Down, Marine Ford, and post-Marine Ford slash post-war arc. So there is a lot. I'll count them right There's a lot more. I didn't look at a list like that. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23 arcs is what we're talking about. So... To reel it back, now that we've got the formality out, your number five was Alabasta. I will allow you a correction. Are you saying the Alabasta arc, or are you going to pick a different arc in the Alabasta saga? Uh, no, I'm going to stick with Alabasta while they're okay. actually on the, the in the country of Alabasta. Okay, because um, I, I, I'm with it, and I... My big thing... So spoiler, for my, <laughs> spoiler for my top five list. Alabasta is not in mine, because... And it's one reason why, and, and uh, Jake pointed it out when... Because he just watched through all that. Actually, he was watching through it while we went to Wisconsin together. Um, and uh, Craig talked about it a little bit and whatnot. I remember when watching Alabasta, I was enjoying it. Um, I, I didn't know it was a saga, first off. I know they introduced Baroque work all the way back in Whiskey Peak, but I just kind of was going through the fun of it. Um, and then when you get to actual Alabasta, at this point, you're so inundated with Baroque, with Crocodile. Robin's already fucked around with you, and you're like trying to figure out what's going on. Vivi's obviously been there for a long time at this point with... Uh, what the name what's the name of her bird what's that Karoo Karoo yep and mm-hmm. it's it's admittedly exhausting it's a slog it it's is a slog. exhausting in retrospect every single moment is freaking like i want to talk about all the shit that's going on i even like some of the more lame fights like things where Usopp and chopper fight um 
uh, the mole lady and the bat boy. I, I don't remember their names. Yeah, that's like what a lame. But it's it's lame in comparison, but it's also incredibly fun to think back on. Yeah. So I think Alabasta is maybe the one arc in One Piece that benefits the most from hindsight. Yeah. It's good. It's good. I, I'm not saying anything bad about it, but when you get past all that and you start coming back thinking about what was going on, Zoro mm. slicing steel, and you oh. think about like the part where they're trapped and, 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 and they're flooding. They're all in the sea prism when Crocodile right. has them trapped at first, and they're going to get flooded out with the, 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 the shark dragon And mis- Mr. Things. Prince. And Mr. Prince, yeah. <laughs> and you think of things like... Uh, uh, Bon Clay, all my homies oh, love Bon, bon Clay. Clay. If anyone's yeah. got my back, Bon Clay's got my back. Like Bon Clay is an all-time great. So Alabasta has some of the most hype stuff. I, but I it's used also, to hate on it. I did. I used well, to hate on it. Rightfully so. It, it's tough, you know. And um, like you said, jumbled. It's the first time where it's piece by piece until you put it together. Before that, it was right. like maybe ten episode arts where it's just like, here's what we're doing. Uh, one of my favorite parts when you, you mentioned Zoro cutting steel is when he's in his fight and he goes into that Zen trance mode where he's like listening to the it wind becomes and everything. his like staple as time goes on. But that's the first time he, which right. depending on how you think about, um, 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 Oda's retrospection, cause DJ makes a good point. The ability to, uh, ad lib, the ability to, um, improvise is just as valuable as the ability to plan and how much of Oda is planning versus improvisation. I'd say it's probably a solid 50, 50 split, but that's what is widely considered to be Zoro's first hockey moment. Right. Where he's like, he's connecting to everything around. He says he can hear them. Yeah. Uh, And you know, he goes to slice the palm of the palm tree and it doesn't cut. And then he like slowly. Oh man, so hype! It's good stuff. No, it's so you're, it's super hype. Um, Anything Zoro's hype though. I mean, come on, it it's really is Zoro, dude. He's amazing. Uh, yeah, it was really hard for me to. I was flip flopping between a couple arcs for number five, but I yeah. stuck with Alabasta. So, well, I'm we can stick right in here. Alabasta. My number five is Little Garden. Ooh. For so many reasons. For so many reasons. Number one, the Giants. Uh, Brogy and... Um, d- d- um, Dogi? Not Dogi. It's... Brog... Uh, gro- uh, brog- wait. Groggy and Dory. Or Groggy like and that. Dory. There it is. And uh, so they're phenomenal. They're fun. The story about them. This is a big setup for Elbaf, which is an Usopp staple for the rest of the series. Like, there's, there's mm-hmm. some really good Giant stuff. Um, you meet Mr. Three, uh, the wax bitch. Uh, oh yeah well, technically you meet a lot more than him you meet uh the girl that paints emotions and you meet the guy who flicks his boogies to explode and all that kind of stuff but mr three is a massive antagonist in that because his wax is you know impenetrable all that and it has what is maybe my second favorite zoro moment of all time <laughs> where he goes to cut his own leg off and then he's just like it ain't worth it you know what i'm gonna do strike a pose baby if you're gonna if you're gonna statue me i'm gonna look cool and everyone judges him for it but it's, oh, it's, so it's like imagine you're getting petrified into stone <laughs> yeah. by like a, a gorgon or something and, and he's just, just like, like what would be the best cool thing to do put my middle finger up at you basically i mean he holds <laughs> his sword it's a cool pose but uh i i absolutely love that i love the finale with the giant goldfish and all that kind of stuff like mm-hmm. little garden it's one of those very tight very concise 
but world building arcs like because yeah. you know it's the broke works introduction it's albaf introduction it's that kind of stuff that you like mr three comes back later in a big way like you get some good you get some good stuff that's going to continue to play it's kind of like uh dj and i will talk a lot about how skype well i mean modern if you're watching we're sorry reading one piece right now skypea is maybe the most important arc in all of one piece it's, it's I, that that's it's why that, it was tough for me to put yeah. it on this list is because when i watched it in the moment I don't know. I like yeah. I like the characters, but it's hard for me to put it. Yeah, but that but that's the point. Is a lot of these arcs, like I was talking about with Alabasta. In retrospect, there is certain arcs that are standout, foreshadow important, mm. and Little Garden is one of them to me. Little Garden has a lot of stuff. Oh, it's yeah. just it's just man, it's fun. It's a real hoot. It's a real hoot and a half. Yes. Uh so yeah, you get, is that that's your number five? That's my number then, five, huh? Little Garden. I love Little it. Little Garden is a good one, and there's a lot of yeah, that is a good one, and it, it's a good standalone arc because everything wraps up pretty neatly. Um, as they move, it naps, on it wraps too. up neatly in the moment. In the and moment, and then it evolves. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah, it, it appears neat. Oh yeah, uh -huh. it has the uh, it's putting on airs. Uh, number four for me, I. I'm gonna uh, now. I what are you doing? Why is this so? You said you locked it in. I did lock it in. Okay. Um, I'm going with Arlong Park. Wow. Okay. Respect. Big because respect. Nami is probably my favorite Straw Hat, and not just because she. I has hate that. Big I, boobs. I, she's she's she, if if we we'll do a list episode maybe you and I of what maybe we just become a one piece section of the podcast I would love that for me yeah um, maybe we just do a if we're doing here. a list of straw hats she's the very bottom of my list really it, easily the bottom of the list she is the first straw hat that appeared in the show other than Luffy she was the oh cause, yeah because he she was Luffy on Alvita's ship yeah and then he goes and gets Zoro you're so right you're so right she is the OG well let me just member. say I do think she is the second most important straw hat like in terms of like actual yeah. weight of the crew succeeding in life you can't do it without Nami but man she annoys the fuck out of me she's just the body though <laughs> I love <laughs> I love her I I just think that. Um, with what she went through, when you f find out her backstory, there's a lot of things that they don't shed a light on because it is a cartoon for children. But with uh, the four what, kids one, the ma the manga goes a little bit heavier. A little bit heavier, not, but not there are some ton, yeah. really I think, devious things that probably happened to her. That I think they if don't... One Piece retold Arlong Park after what Oda has been willing to do now, 25 years later. Arlong yeah. Park would be a much more intense, darker arc. Yes. Um, <clears throat> and what she had to go through, I think, uh, I think she had to do a lot more. I mean, I'm a rogue fan. I'm a thief bandit Char character -wise. lover. Character-wise. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. when any RPG, that's what I'm playing. Yeah. Uh, or I'm going to try. Uh, I, I, I just love the archetype. And so for her to have so much pride in that yeah. moment when she's throwing the dirt at Luffy. Not to and um, she's uh, oh, break spoilers. Up, not to break up old wounds, but she's very Catwoman-esque. I don't want oh, to talk yeah. about Batman right now, but she's she's Catwoman, like straight up. Well, she's a cat burglar. She's a yeah. That's, well, that's, what how do you know? that's her title. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
<clears throat> but yeah, there. I usually when I get people to watch the show, mm -hmm. and they're watching it, and they're like, "Oh, this is pretty good." Yeah, I, this is pretty deep sometimes. And then you get to Arlong Park, and that's the first time you see people. They go quiet, and most people that I've showed this to have cried when it, when Nami's throwing the dirt at Luffy. Yeah. And she's stabbing, stabbing herself her in the arm. Oh. And she just looks up and she's like, help me. Yeah. It's like, the Because oh. before this in One Piece, there is, you know, there's emotional character beats. There's, there's there like is. bad family uh, interactions. Zoro's backstory is devastating, but in a different way. Like, um, yeah. You do get a uh, uh, Shushu, the dog from uh, uh, oh. from Orange, uh, <laughs> yeah. Orange Town. Uh, like you get, you do get some, you do you do get some good uh, emotional stuff. You get things like uh, Helmeppo and his absolutely bitch ass fuck of a father, Captain Morgan. But like it's it's all like traditional storytelling, bad guy versus good guy. This is the first time you know. Uh, good guy well what we think of good guy nami ends up being bad guy nami ends up being victimized good guy nami ends up being um not 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 a, a princess in distress thing but more of a a uh i do this for you because i care about you thing like that's one mm -hmm. thing i think people misconstrue about arlong park a lot is the fact that they think um nami becomes a backseat so that strong guy luffy can take care of it and it's like no, she could also help take care of it. She is one of the most broken people in this moment. Later on, yeah. Nami goes straight up boss bitch. But at this point in time, she's she's freaking bitch. She's she's destroyed by this absolutely terrible villain that is Arlong. Right. Terrible isn't it? And evil, all you've seen that. is her being catty. Yeah. And oh, yeah. conniving, you know, money hungry. But also having fun with with uh -huh. these chuckleheads that she just met that she's trying to take advantage of. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, that's it's, the whole reason that she's sticking around. At this point, it's um, we've got Sanji and Usopp added with Luffy and right. Zoro, right? So we it have is, the, it's the we five. Have the main five. It's the five, yeah. And this is what solidifies their bond. This is why yeah. I think that this arc is so important is because... Usopp overcomes major fears. Mm -hmm. Sanji does sanji stuff and you know becomes a simp zoro right. proves like his undying allegiance to luffy because before that he wasn't the whole mihawk thing was a good showing of him actually walking away from the crew for personal needs so this right. is the first time he's like i guess i'm you know this is what i'm doing now because of the whole mihawk situation and whatnot um yeah yeah no it is everyone coming together in a major way yeah, and it's super early. I think our long park episode wise, I can I can click on it here in this in this. Yeah, um, I think it's in the seventies or something. No, like no, 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 60s. no. It's like thirty forties. Yeah, episodes really? thirty one to forty four. It's early. Wow, it is, and early. it is often used as the point in One Piece where you either become a watcher or you don't. Yeah, I don't know if I agree with that fully, but I totally understand why. Like up up before that, it's just silly shonen that moves a little quick. Um, yeah, it moves a little fast for me, and it's also got the kind of silly characters that's going on. But yeah. man, Arlong Park just—it—it—it's it, it, kind of like the Frieza saga for Dragon Ball Z. Like it's the—it's—it's it's the big moment. Yeah, and uh, I mean, Nami's mom was a Marine. Yeah. And oh gosh, she's what's her joining name? a um, uh, Belmary. Yes, and she is joining a crew of pirates. Like she hates pirates. Yeah, but these guys. 
They're not. They're different. And they're also it. It continues the trend of uh, oh, what is gosh, your dream? Just... She wants to map the whole world, and Luffy's like, yeah. "Well, guess what, bitch? We're going on the whole world." And she's like, "Oh, wow, that's crazy. I'll do it." Uh, yeah. Just so I just I just personally, it's one of my favorites. I think as a standalone story, it it it's pretty good. It's one of the most emotionally tight one piece arcs Mm -hmm. you don't ever get bored tired or drawn on any given character because mostly that's a length thing in one piece but in general you understand why mihawk's now devoted because he just got his ass kicked you understand why nami's going through what she's going through you understand why luffy or uh, usopp's devoted now and overcoming fears like sanji kind of gets the short end of the stick in arlong a little bit except for he gets to see what what this crew is all right because this is the very first arc for him po- you know he joins right. and then it's our long yeah um so yeah that's my number four all right my number four our long park no yeah yeah i'm not even is kidding. it really yeah, it's our long park uh <laughs> i actually i actually debated putting our long park higher because of like Me you too. said the moment with um the the moment when there's like there's like five, I mean, we can talk about them pre-time skip. There's like five moments in One Piece that change the way you watch One Piece. And that's the first one. Yes. Y- you know, that Nami scene is just insanely emotionally weighted. And it's, and even if you're not like a, like, even if you're not like a sappy guy and you and you don't get choked up, you're still, it has the maybe best like walk off in all of One Piece when he puts the hat on her head and heads towards Arlong. That's like, it's, you know, and it's everybody's a, already waiting. Yeah, it's a shoot they down. they heard the story. It's a shoot down the flag uh, scene, you know? It's, yeah. it's, it's that level and it happens 30 episodes in and if you don't feel excitement and engagement with Luffy, Zoro, Sanji, and Usopp in that moment, like, what are you doing, man? You ain't watching One Piece if you're not there. So like, Arlong, I did debate moving it up the list it's just unfortunately one, two, and three are maybe the three best arcs in all of One Piece, even still. And it couldn't, I couldn't quite get it there. But yeah, well, we talked about that long enough. There is going to be some overlap in this list. So mm-hmm. there's definitely, hey, we've already got well, technically two if I had gone Alabasta Saga with you, but I went an Alabasta mm-hmm. arc. So like we covered Alabasta. You don't have another Alabasta arc in your list. So like we did it. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to put another Alabasta arc in my list. Um, there is one character I will give a... It's just a character. It's not an arc Hachi. honorable mention, but... Uh, no, I do love Hachi. Everybody, but, uh, all my homies love Hachi. Dr. Hiluluk. Uh, oh, Chopper's, from uh, Drum Island. One of my favorite characters of the entire story. Yeah. Uh, just... Yeah, I just love him when he gives his speech. And he's and he he's dies. A, and he's a background character. Like he's a uh, sorry, not background. He's a flashback character, right? You know, he's not a. We don't he, know what the, kind of ties all yeah. those people, Doctor Korea and everybody, has yeah. to the rest of the world. Yeah. They're very old, um, mm-hmm. but his his speech, um, oh, is is so important to me. For, for, but just off that <clears throat> note, if you're if you're if you're interested in One Piece, if you're new to One Piece, why are you listening to this? I told you to stop and skip to the end to give me the listen. But the point is, the show does separation of arcs better than anything in the, in all of Shonen. That's specifically because I'll use a Hunter Hunter comparison here. I know you're sick of hearing me talk bad on Hunter Hunter. It's one of my favorite animes. I just get very mad at it. It does it because of the world Oda built. The ideal that an isolated island with its own currency and news system doesn't know about some massively powerful and or valuable individual makes 100% in One Piece because 
the powers that be specifically every single island is north korea in one piece like not literally but you know they they live on their own terms and they're either protected by a pirate or the government or they're isolated by a pirate or the government and so things like like that how you're like we don't know how this doctor may have been known somewhere else it's like yeah we we straight up don't because the island drum island is a winter island which is uh uh undesirable they point out when they land they're like oh it's fucking snow always it's cold here always um but it also evolves in its own way so just purely in world building for oda he has made a very meticulous and important decision to keep everything in its own realm and not create needless overlap if characters Mm -hmm. know each other it's usually because they're from the same area or held in the same prison cell or you know something like that um does that move us right on to number three then moves us on number three Okay, okay. A lot of people don't like this one. Oh. But this is one of my favorite arcs of all time. DJ's going to love this. Thriller Bark. Yeah, DJ's going to love that. He's going to love that choice. Thriller Bark is so much fun. So It's just so much fun. That that's so Thriller Bark's not a good arc. It's not bad by any means. I won't talk bad on it. Thriller Bark's one of the one of the greatest because... It, 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 you come off of the weight of Water 7 and his lobby and everything you've been through and everything you've gotten and everything you're going towards, and you just have a romp. You have a zombie <laughs> yeah. romp. You're goofing the characters. You're introducing the new... You know, this is the first arc for, for Frankie as well as the introduction for Brooke and you, you, Luffy with the... Like, it, it's a romp. It's a, it, it's yeah. a, it's popcorn cinema well, with yeah, with weight, there is some shit that goes on, there but is. man, is it fun. And it's another time that Luffy, I guess, technically loses. Uh, because <laughs> yeah. when he gets his shadow stolen, I guess that counts as a loss. It's, it's a loss in that he was... It's um, cheap, but it was a loss. Yes, it's a loss in that he, he, he was gotcha'd. He it's not a tricked, loss as yeah. in he got punched out like like because crocodile fucking almost killed him yeah no he, yeah, yeah. For, uh, moria never got close to killing him no aside from the technical of the sun or whatever uh oh my god yeah. thriller park also thriller park it talk. was We've just got more. it was so much fun uh the the team fighting uh, i'm the se- by the way i'm serious craig and jake if you've made it this far skip 10 15 20 minutes do not listen to what we have to say about Thriller Bark. Thriller Bark has some of the most important character moments in all of pre-time skip, in my opinion. So I just don't want to spoil it, that for it them. It does, too. I just didn't want to spoil that for them. Please skip that if you're listening. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, I'll give you a moment to skip. Yeah, okay, he's, they had a moment. They skipped. Okay. I hope so. If they're uh, listening to this now. <laughs> when you think about their mentality going into Thriller Bark, they just took on the world. Yeah. In their mind, right? Yeah. And literally so now, we're the first pirate crew to declare war on the world government of a, a day is, before. There is no going back for them. Yeah. They are all on this full board. So for them to to basically have that not be an issue anymore, yeah. they have complete trust in one another. And you and, and Oda shows that with the things that happen, even with Frankie, who's new. Yeah. Uh, he just he hops right on and is like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and like, well, I see, and what, I see what you guys are about. And he's there for the sunny. He built the sunny. He's like, I know what you guys are doing. <laughs> I need to make sure that this thing that's going to be the pirate king ship, I, I'm going to be a part of this. Like, I'm right. not going to do the same thing Tom did. I'm going to be a part of this. 
Yeah. Um, Brooke, Brooke's story. What, what, what? A, oh, what a wonderful do character. I actually, I forgot to put, um, honestly, uh, well, we'll talk about it later. Um, the the Laboon tie-in, dude. Oh, my God. Oh. You want to talk about heartbreaking. Don't get me wrong. It's sad that his entire crew died and he lived alone for 50 years. Like, that's devastating alone that he was the last man. He literally played Bing Sake as they dropped. Like, oh, my God, it's heartbreaking. And then you also introduce that he was the one that made friends with Laboon, and he was the one that's making him drive himself into the red line yeah. every day, waiting. I, was, I couldn't handle it. Laboon, by the way, is my I know. favorite character in all of One Piece. And to think that, 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 like, when you meet Laboon, you think it's just some sort of... It's a whale. ...side piece introduction to the Grand Line where you can meet Crocus and yeah. just you get a lore dump on the log pose and everything. And, and you learn that he was part of uh, Roger's crew, and you're like, oh, we know Roger because of the opening. And you're like, oh, this is crazy. Yeah, so it, uh, yeah, crazy, crazy tie-ins there. And, and you're like, plus whale. Mm-hmm. No. This is, uh, <clears throat> you know, with the Ryuma stuff and Zoro and... Dude, what if at the end of One Piece, Laboon shows up and just fucking tanks a boat? Like, what if, what if like, Fujitora is, like, standing on his Navy boat and Laboon's just like, eh, blomp, and takes your boat out? Yeah. Oh, dude. Sorry, I'm distracted. This is pretty. I could see that discussion. if the if the Roger Pirates reassemble or whatever. But oh yeah, whoever's left out, that would be. We're not talking post time. Sorry, I'm sorry. sorry Just sorry. Laboon excites me in a way that not much does. Um, Thriller Bark. Also, the the. Uh, I mean, we got to talk about it. Right, Thriller Bark at the right end. Here. Yeah, the that's end. what I was. That's why I had to. Before we get there, because I think this is the redemption. Thriller Bark. Up to this point is silly fun, like we said. There's lots of good jokes. The humor is on point. On um, point. The 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 villain is by far the most outlandish design so far. It's just mm-hmm. he looks insane, like a shadow. And his power is also one of those kind of abstract powers where you're learning about what it can and can't do and the rules to it and whatever. It does, however, have a one of the most deplorable villains ever in Hogback. And what he did to uh, his zombie bride and all that, yeah. but then it also has um, the name of the cat guy escapes me Absalom. Right now. Absalom, and unfortunately has made Sanji irredeemable to a lot of the fan base because Absalom has the clear clear fruit where he can be invisible. I believe it's the clear clear fruit. Yeah, something um, like that. Yeah, uh, and Sanji declares like out loud to us. That he's been he, looking for he's it. He's been looking for it. It's his dream. He wants it so he can spy in Peeping Tom Naked Ladies. And it is, Absalom uses it for straight up rape. So it is like one of those moments where you're like, Sanji, no. So, yeah. <laughs> like, but, but uh, Oda doesn't. I think it was supposed to be funny. It, I think it was supposed <laughs> to be humorous. Unfortunately, Oda never comes back to it or redeems it. And it's always just the time that Sanji admitted to being a bad kind of pervert not a anime pervert right and a lot of the arcs that where sanji runs off and they have parties after the arc is all over you know he's going out there and just well they do the thing they do the thing when they're in the in the bath and they go to look up over the edge and nami uh, i think electrocutes him or something i can't remember how they pay for peeping But um, it, it, I agree that I think it was supposed to be humorous because Oda's used peeping Tom humor in the past. I mm-hmm. but it's still tough to. 
It's also another uh, foreshadow moment for Sanji mm -hmm. to be into the clear, clear fruit when, you know, in the future, all the battle suits and everything come out. Right. right. Um, so, uh, and again, that's one of those cultural things where uh, I don't think it's... it didn't land. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it landed well. But I still, because Sanji, he's up there with my top favorite. Uh, he was when when I first. He's down I, there with Nami, dude. Look, we are just two sides of the wrong coin. <laughs> uh, when I first started watching One Piece, Sanji was my favorite because yeah. he smoked cigarettes and he looked cool, and he was. He did look. I mean, he and does. He was nice look, to him. He was I, chivalrous. I actually think his post time skip glow up is undervalued. People are like, oh, big whoop! His hair got slightly longer, and he got a goatee. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. that's exactly and it's all like, he looks even hotter how could he do it yeah that's like the only facial hair i can grow so maybe that's why so I true me too uh but yeah uh and then the big moment at the end where sanji is trying to step up and zoro and kuma Dude, and that whole so, mess so i i i didn't remember i i re so there was certain there was like five different moments um during dj's watch through where i was like we watch a lot of it together i was like you don't watch that without me watch if you watch three arcs and i jump in for the moment that's totally cool i don't want you to wait for me to experience one piece but there is a handful of moments you ain't watching without me that was one of them and yeah. i didn't remember that sanji offered himself up insistently he's like no me no me no me no me i it was both equal parts no, for no, luffy no, me, no, but me. also to outdo uh, yeah go on <laughs> new chapter right I know. um uh he 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 not only was doing it for luffy but he was doing it to outclass zoro but he also knew zoro was way more injured than him you know it was, mm -hmm. i didn't remember that i knew the zoro thing i remembered the moment obviously like i could have i could have played by played it for you and i would have left out the sanji so re-watching that scene and getting that from sanji you're so right it was ooh, that was good that was and good. sanji's the only one that knows something happened nothing so well he he knows that something happened No, nothing happened there's nothing to know what are you doing <laughs> you're saying you're acting crazy i don't understand what you're saying and he has he never said anything about it. So like it yeah. was like a bro nod to Zoro that I like, hate you, but I love you. Yeah. I love you. And whatever happened, you're right. Nothing also, happened. That's one of those uh, basically I well, I don't know why I'm saying basically I've asked people who haven't seen it to not be here, but basically Zoro took on the entirety of pain that Luffy experienced throughout the whole arc. And it right. would kill anyone, but it didn't it kill would, him. It would, especially considering Luffy's made of rubber, so bludgeoning damage doesn't hurt him. Yeah, so now Zoro had to take it all. He had to take all the damage that Luffy usually doesn't even feel. Yeah. And then the rest. Um, <laughs> and he, I think that is one of the best versions of um, tell, don't show. Mm -hmm. And he also didn't tell. Like, we didn't need to see Zoro, because a lot of animes like to show... I mean, even One Piece does it, like, in Ennis La uh, uh, Impel Down, when Luffy's screaming out from the poison and all that. Like, even One Piece likes to show the pain that these characters go through. Dragon Ball Z is the most famous for spending an episode a half on a single electrocution, like, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. I think this was the perfect example of telling us, Zoro, what you're about to do is going to kill you, and then nothing else but him standing there on the brink of death. Um, yeah. But also, 
with no explanation. Like, he won't explain it. There is no explanation that needs to be had. It's one right. of those, we suspend our disbelief because obviously the people who like to be like, well, if the Flash is so fast, why doesn't he just stop every villain? Like, this is one of those moments where you'd be like, Zoro's definitely dead, plot hole, whatever the fuck. But by not addressing it, even by the character himself, you're 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 forced to sit back and just be like, well, goddamn, Zoro. Uh, the other aspect of that too is that we don't, we didn't know Kuma's intentions at the times. Yeah. At the time. Yeah. Um, in the future, we know that there may be some other connection that could have led one to believe that Kuma was never going to kill Zoro. Or, or Luffy. Or Luffy. Because that's what I'm going to say. That's something that's going to, in the modern chapter, that's something that is going to need to be explained is the fact that. You right. Know, everything we know about Kuma and all the things he did, it's like, but he said right there he was killing Luffy and he didn't. So I'm sure that, I mean, it's very easily explainable. You have him go, I know Zoro could take it. I gave him the exact amount. Boom, it's explained. Yeah. Like, we don't, but, but it but doesn't it change the be. fact that yeah. he went through. Right. Yes. Some no, 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 serious. not at all. Yeah. Kuma took him to the edge because, in, yeah. in all things, but in One Piece as well. If he had held back, Zora would know, and they'd give up the whole gambit. Like that's kind of the thing of how the, um, um, how the uh, revolutionary army works. You have to allow these things to happen, even if it means harm. So, yeah, he took him there. He took him right. He took him as far as he could he take took him. him right there. Yeah. Also, Kuma, uh, top five characters all time for me. When that list comes, easily, easily. Oof. Yeah, Kuma's up easily. there. Uh, even though we haven't seen much of him, he doesn't really have much dialogue. You don't need but, to see much of him. I've only got like three chapters in we total of Laboon, well. and he's number one. Like, what do you want from me? Um, what's your number three? Number three. Oh boy, what a doozy this is going to be. The fact that you only have two left, and all three of mine top three are on the table, means you left one off, and I'm very offended. But it's not this. My number three is Water Seven specifically Ooh. water seven not the saga because don't get me wrong post ennis and ennis are also dope water seven is what i would describe in one piece as the best most perfect arc mm-hmm. like just you know you want to talk uh character develop development from things like robin uh luffy and uh usopp um even zoro actually has one of my favorite moments in this as well you want to talk um the way it affected me in real life the Us- usopp luffy fight i've never felt that way in in my life i i thought that was as low as one piece could take me i was wrong but i thought at the time like i wasn't ready that was that was a whole nother level in the the creativity and the fact that i actually for a second thought usopp was gonna win all that kind of stuff um is phenomenal it is very tight it's like less than 30 episodes it's a very concise arc it is non-stop from the minute you show up on the island um even when they're doing the silly introductory stuff shopping all that stuff you're still dragged along with the interior the mystery suspense and intrigue of Usopp getting uh, captured and then you know as they everything plays out you find out it's something else something else something else Cypher Pole gets introduced and you find out who they are and then you find out more about Icer and you find out about Frankie and then you learn about why Frankie's connection is important you learn about Pluton all that kind of stuff it is a balls to the wall arc in the way yeah. that Alabasta is not like that shit's happening nonstop. um so if you want to talk, if, if you're ever talking with an anime fan or a manga fan and they're talking about all these different shows with all these different arcs, with all these different storytelling styles and how good they are, something like people who think um, Chimera Ant is the best Hunter Hunter arc, they're wrong, but if they think that, that's fine. People who think things like Soul Society and Bleach are nearly perfect. People who think things like the Cell Saga are nearly perfect. They're not wrong. 
The problem is water seven is perfect. It is perfect. Yeah, it yeah. Is. Like it the the only fault I can even kind of think about in Water Seven is um No, that's an endless lobby. I can't. There I can't think mm. of anything. But that's the problem. Water seven <clears throat> saga versus water seven. Yeah. In water seven, no faults. In my opinion. I, di- I didn't I for the longest time I didn't know NS Lobby and Water Seven were different. Nope. Um, me either. I was I just when so, I talked about it, I talked about Cypher Pull, I talked about Chapapa, I talked about yeah. Luchi fight, I talked about the gears. That's not Water Seven, unfortunately. Good stuff. Very good stuff, but it's not Water Seven. Ugh. That's that yeah, that might affect some things. But um I will say that one of my favorite things about uh post Ennis lobby let's say related when they go back to water seven right and they're they're in the town uh i know it's not part of the arc but that has some of the best canon filler episodes yes where they're exploring my... the town right. and zoro helps the kids and all that kind of stuff yeah. yes zoro and the kids and robin seeing him yeah. uh, do the laundry and all yeah. that stuff Oh gosh, and then Sanji with the salt and all See, that's blue. the problem with picking Water 7 over Ennis Lobby is that uh, first off, Soga King goes uh, end end point. It's over. Yeah. Why are we talking anymore? But uh I want to live shooting down the flag and the introduction of gears. Like those are some moments that I'm I'm very salty I can't talk about right now, but Water 7 Iceberg phenomenal. I don't remember yeah. if Tom Tom is in Water 7, not in this lobby. He the is Tom in Water flashbacks. 7. Yeah. It's the, Water 7. The Tom flashbacks, the ideals of Gold Roger's ship, the type of wood that's used for it, that's all very big. Um, Cypherpole's introduction is the best version of a secret villain for me in a long time. I legitimately did not expect Luchi, Kaku, um, what's her name, and Bluno to pop up. Um all that kind of shit I thought was phenomenal. I think the Frankie family twist was awesome. The Usopp-Luffy fight is insane. Uh, the idea that the Mary's dying is heartbreaking. The sea train is hilarious. Uh, yeah. Uh, Kur, Kur, uh, what's her name? The drunk the drunk lady that runs the train. Oh, um, that's, that's... Yeah. Understanding why there's a suicidal frog out front, learning about the town and the fact that it's sinking, uh, Aqua Laguna, the, 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 the fights that happen where Luffy and Zoro get their asses handed to them. Um, it, there is absolutely not... I can say some bad things about Nanus Lobby. There is absolutely nothing I can say about Water 7. Yeah. It's so fucking good, dude. It's so good. That's your number three? That's my number three. That's why I'm, yeah, it's my number three. Woof. So we're going to go on break, and when we come back, we'll go to your number two. Okay. So we're back. We're gonna jump right into. There's more to be said about Water Seven, but I'm gonna. I'll just, we got. We're we're not even done with the list yet. I thought this would be quick because we'd just be like, they're good, but we're wrong. So, number two, take it away. I'm already mad. I can see it. I can see it in your eyes. I can no, see I'm it. No, I'm sticking in your with smile. it. My number two is Marine Ford. Oh hell yeah, baby! I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking with it. Why wouldn't you? I hecked up. I hecked up, uh, but I'm sticking with Marine Ford as my number two. Marine Ford um, is 
Marine Ford is what oh. I think of when people explain how Chimera Ant felt to them because I didn't feel that way when I was watching the Chimera Ant arc. Marine yeah. Ford's what I'm like, ah, that's what you got out of it. Because Marine Ford's the just it, it <clears throat> in terms of personal connection to One Piece, it's the only thing that beats the Nami moment and the Usopp moment. Yeah. It's only, uh, I, and I'm not even talking just about the the big death. I'm talking about everything in Marine Ford, the fight, the struggle, Whitebeard, my favorite character. That's you know obviously not Laboon. Um, in all of One Piece, I have a huge Newgate up there, and I've got my Marco right here. Like, dude, come on. Yeah, it's just. I mean, it's it's there's for a while I didn't like it. Uh, there was just How so much. There that? was so much happening that yeah, it you want to talk balls to the crammed. wall arc. What? That's it. No, if yeah, because I said is. that about it Water is. Seven. Like this is it. No, that is balls to the wall. Um, and it's just oh, it's just so good. It's just you get a display of what the world is really hiding has been hiding this whole time. Yeah, because the straw hats aren't there. This right. ain't about the straw. We're not watching One Piece anymore. Right, and that's part of the reason why I didn't like it. It's a Luffy solo adventure. It's not uh, even the, a Luffy it, adventure. He's just the even, thing right. we have to follow, but it's not his adventure. Um, I almost didn't even put it on my top five. I would have lost my mind. I know, and that's why I decided to stay. Uh, tell me, no, tell me honestly. I've got three questions for you. One, have you ever felt anything like Ace's death? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Well, besides your life? divorce. <laughs> just got, I'm sorry. No, that no. wasn't nice. That, I'll cut that out. That wasn't nice. No, wasn't actually, nice. The, the the divorce is, is close. Uh, yeah. But uh, no, I lost a brother. So that, that moment oh, At had, least I didn't make that joke. Jesus. No. <laughs> uh, that's why that moment is so... Uh, I mean, that's... Oof. Yeah. No, no. I didn't even. I, I, I feel stupid for not even noticing that, but I'm also happy I didn't because I would have made a worse joke. But right. yeah, 100% and, true. Like when Jared, when, when we lost Jared, I remember I was talking with, um, uh, who was it? Fuck. I was talking with someone and Franny, because on Facebook she saw it, she went, Lucas's brother died. And I was like, wait a minute. What? Because you, you have a couple brothers. So immediately yeah. I didn't know what the fuck she was talking about. Um, and when I looked it up, not my brother, not my story, but when I looked it up, I was just like, holy, are you serious? And, yeah. you know, I started, you know, the, the thing everyone does when they lose someone, you start reminiscing immediately. You just, you want to think of the memories of them. Um, and and it, it made me laugh. I thought of the time where, I don't remember what you and I wanted. We wanted some shit. And I illegally drove my dad's truck to your house. And we wanted to go get something. I was like, yeah, I'll just drive whatever. It doesn't matter. And Jared was like, no, no. And Jared drove old gray and we went and got, I can't remember what we got, but we went and got something. And it, and he made fun of me for how close to the steering wheel I sat. That's what made me <laughs> laugh. I was like, cause the, in the old gray, it was a bench seat. You couldn't I move the driver's that. seat. It was the whole bench. And he was shaming me for how close to the steering wheel I sat. And then he drove us. I don't know where we went. I think your mom tried to make me drive that truck through a drive-thru one time. And it, <laughs> it, was it, a didn't, big go, it didn't go great. Yeah, that was a big uh, I only had my permit at the time. So yeah. it was like definitely out of my realm of expertise. But no, That's when Marine Ford came out, uh, it was only a year or two after Jared had passed. So yeah. that hit especially hard. Um, 
uh, C and Ace die. Be- oh, no, spoilers. no. I, I warned spoilers. everyone at the top. Okay. I warned everyone at the top. Go uh, in. Because Ace, Ace is, is one of the favorites of most you, people who watch you know the what, show. You know what a, ca- a big catch-22 is? So obviously Death in One Piece doesn't exist right. before Marineford. Um, but it, it especially doesn't exist for when you're 540 chapters deep or episodes deep for the characters that exist in the background. The only deaths that happen are either a minor character on on screen like when you're in a when you're when you're in Alabasta and some random villain gets offed and you don't know they're off it either happens or it doesn't whatever we don't worry about it or um a flashback character mm-hmm. like Tom like the doctor. So Ace being the coolest fucking guy in the world, the drive for how our indomitable spirit of the crew of the century the pirate king always comes out on top and uh on top of that it 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 catches you like if they had executed him on the stand that'd be one thing we would all lost our minds and we'd have been like he didn't make it in time that would have been its own level of devastation he let us think we were home free yeah he He saved him and they got away and it's not even a long like okay and you're on the run oh wait we got 10 more episodes where a fight's gonna no 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 it's like okay there's only a few episodes left you made it out they're running away the next episode he's dead yeah like it's it just oh my god yeah that what that was a huge moment for me and then seeing garp lose it seeing one garp of the lose best it. he's gonna kill a guy new and i think he would have he would have oh, yeah i, I, think I fully believe he would have oh killed that god mfr but that um heck boy that heck boy and then is conversation with jimbei afterwards is probably a whole different arc uh that's post-war technically yeah it's post-war, yeah, post-war. but um uh when you're distraught like that and when you lose when you suffer loss like that and you're grieving like that to have somebody remind you of the things you still have is so hard to do yeah uh to pull you out of it which is why i like jimbei becoming a crew member eventually and i like that it's eventually I like right. that it's that it's dragged out. It's like Jinbei's very clearly here for us, but he's got you know the world of One Piece has shit going on, right? Yeah. Um, and the way that Oda wrote all of that was just masterful. Yeah, I mean, there's no other word for it. It was just masterful no, 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 because no. you know he pulled the rug out from under us and then reminded us that there is still a tomorrow. And oh, woof! So it was so good there. Was the way I watched Marineford, um, so I spammed the first 500 episodes of One Piece in like mm-hmm. two months, three months, two months. When you worked at Verizon, right? When I worked at Verizon. And, um, you know, I met it, I found it through Matt, and I was like, all right, I'll start watching it. So I started working at a Verizon job where I opened and closed the store, an indirect store myself. So I had a lot of downtime. Uh, so on the computer, I would go to watchop.com and just watch One Piece in my off time. I worked 12 hour, or 11 hour shifts, and for about nine of them, I was watching One Piece every single day. <laughs> and uh, so I watch it, I watch it, I watch it. I'm having a good time. No spoilers, no spoilers, no nothing. I got, I was in the middle of my shift when Ace died, and that was hard enough because I'm, I, I got, I, I have not been attached to a character, not, not Ace specifically, but Luffy and and what it meant like that ever. And I, I was like losing it. I was like, I like broke down at work and I was like, fine, whatever. It's just a show. I got shit to do. Like I got to distract myself, finish this up. It sounds corny. It sounds like I'm talking about a family member, but literally it was devastating. And then 
I kept watching that day, and I got all the way through the post-war arc. And when Luffy is on Amazon Lily, headbutting a tree, losing his fucking mind, crying, and Jinbei's just like, there's nothing I can do for you. I didn't. I took, so that's my hiatus. My one, my one piece experience, that's my hiatus. I stopped watching it for four years. I went, I'm oh, wow. done with One Piece. Like, I, I know it goes on longer, and I love what I've seen, but I'm, I can't, I can't. Is this One Piece? Like, if this is the culmination, what the hell am I in store for? I don't want to watch One Piece with no ace. Yeah, and, and emotionally, it was just hard for me to experience something like that, which I hadn't experienced. I'm not a person who gets connected to a movie. I'm not a person who gets connected to a game. I'm not a person who gets connected to uh, 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 people around me that much, I guess, in that way. Um, not literally, obviously. I'm very emotional. But uh, it's just it's just quite literally, it's just something I hadn't experienced before. I hadn't. I, I, I'd watched The Notebook, and I didn't think nothing of it. I'd watched Titanic, and I thought <laughs> nothing of it. Like, like sadness in, in entertainment isn't something that had ever... Uh, seemed reasonable to me yeah um so yeah i stopped watching one piece i was done with it i was like nope i'm out and then like four years later i don't remember someone said to watch it and i watched a little bit more and i watched um fishman island uh which is awesome that's post time skip and uh then i just decided i don't want to watch anymore now i'm really into one piece so i started watching reviewers listening to podcasts listening to uh, uh different videos of people going over it and then i started reading it so watching that's the end of my watching one piece after that it just became insane digestion of people and the culture and uh, that is one piece and all that kind of stuff but yeah marine ford legitimately made me walk away from one piece and i mean that in a good way that is like the best art by the way my number two is marine ford oh is it really <laughs> yeah, yeah i'm I mean, glad we went over this when we yeah. did the number two is um, marine ford uh no, that's interesting because I thought you'd have that at number one, but I, um, I, I, that means you don't know me. Okay, I guess so. Um, yeah, Marine Ford. It was, uh, yeah, interesting. I just, I just, I can't quantify how I felt about Marine Ford. It's something that was foreign yeah. and still is foreign. I haven't had that happen again, even in One Piece. One Piece has some yeah. good shit later, um, but that was um, that was wholly unique. Up until Marine. No, that's Ford. not true. Uh, DJ didn't tell me that Kamina died in Gurren Lagann, and that was not cool. Oh, yeah, that wasn't cool. I was having a romp. I was having the time of my life. Oh, I was having gosh. fun with this silly mech anime that scales unlike any other. And when that episode happened, I was like, "You son of a bitch! You piece of garbage!" They did it to him. They did it to me bad. That's one of the toughest deaths. Yeah, I've yeah. seen in any media. Yeah. Well, uh, I've got the out. drill that'll pierce the heaven. So. Yeah. I don't believe in me, but I believe in the you that believes in me, Lucas. Uh, so up until Marine Ford, uh, One Piece, what I piece? I had started to develop a lot of my morals, I guess, from watching this show and and the different the different crew members are essentially like different parts of your psyche yeah. uh, in how they treat different situations in the world. And like at, at certain times it's, you should be like Zoro at certain times you should be like Usopp, like mm -hmm. at certain times. And it was like this God, it Usopp, was, it put was some weird. respect on his name. <laughs> God, Usopp. Uh, and then finally when they, everything ended with Marine Ford and with what I had been through, um, it really helped me through a time where I can I can safely say that one piece changed my life and made me who I am today. It's the best. It's After just that. The, it's just the best, dude. 
It's just the best. All right, number one. Oh, number one. What a I can't pick two. No, it. it you, uh, you. You know what? Let's. We can bang out some honorable mentions. Let's bang out the honorable mentions. Yeah. yeah. Uh, two of them. You get two honorable mentions. Okay. First one is going to be the Shabondi Archipelago. Love it. Uh, fair. Fair. When, so, when I started watching One Piece, and when I, I I'll say this, I refused to read One Piece. Right. For the longest time, right. because I I was a I was an anime only guy. And I found it with Garrett and Caleb because Caleb's like, do you remember this show from back in the day? It was on Saturday morning cartoons. I'm like, oh, dude, I love this show. I was like, I, I thought they canceled it. I, I, I thought it was over. Fun fact, like, it was canceled at one point. And he's like, no, look, it's right here. And the first episode I watched, the, which was the newest episode at this time, was when Luffy and Frankie fight at the docks in Water 7. It's a great fight. It's a great and fight. I had been watching the new episodes come out Yeah. Uh, every week from then on. Yeah. So, uh, I forget. Oh, Shibondi Archipelago. Uh, once they got to that point, uh, I had I had caught up. I had rewatched everything. We went through Water 7. We went through Ennis Lobby. We went through all the stuff. And then Shibondi happened. Yeah. And there was a um an animator strike or a writer strike. There was some sort of strike going on in Japan where no anime got made for like three months. Jesus. It was it was like a uh it was in it was like, like two thousand ten. It's like in yeah, I think it was around two thousand nine, two thousand no, it was like eleven. Somewhere around there anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh Shibondi happened and you know they all got split up. Yeah, and Luffy is is that they don't moment. just get split up. They get fucking. I thought they were dead for a minute. Oh, I thought they were too. Yeah. So when I'm watching the new episode, and Luffy is pounding his head on the ground, and Ooh. he couldn't save any of his yeah. friends, crying, screaming. That was the last. When episode Zoro before. Zoro's basically dead from Thriller Park, like he's right. he's hardly recouped, and he just looks up like. The first time in your life Zoro's ever given puppy eyes. Yeah. Bunk. Gone. And uh, then writer strike hits. No more One Piece for three months. So I am left hanging. And I, I rewatched that so many times just to be like looking for clues. Like what could what could be happening right, next? Right. Like what could they possibly do with this? There's one moment. The only moment in it that ever gave up the gambit was when um, Kuma says, or no, no, uh, Kizaru says to Kuma, you know, if you do this, there will be consequences. Uh, right. And then, you know, he boops them away, and you're just like, wait, so that he's not killing them because the, right. that's what they want. And we knew they weren't all dead, but I yeah. know I definitely rewatched that, that Shibondi arc multiple times just like it's also an insanely dark and devastating arc about slavery human trafficking yeah and the power of the world government to allow it to happen while also just murdering anyone in their path celestial dragons get shown up in a big way in that arc yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and then uh hachi we reunite with hachi hachi's great and hachi is a totally different guy and that's also technically the arc um where you get um 
uh, the 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 person that hates Sanji because of Sanji's terrible oh Duval wanted, yeah, yeah Duval. That's also oh, there. Oh, that was so funny. That's good stuff. That's good uh, stuff. Yeah, but Hachi and uh, the Hachinami mm-hmm. situation, mm-hmm. Uh, where you start to sympathize with him because of what he went through, and it doesn't justify what he put Nami through, but nope. you start to you start to sympathize with the fishmen that you yeah. thought were just outright bad guys, and yeah, uh, yeah, you start to see two sides of the same yeah. coin in this world. And so, yeah, that's why it's an honorable mention. Uh, and your second one? Uh, my second honorable mention, I guess, would have to be... I'm going to go with Ennis Lobby. Yeah, what can be said about it? Ennis Lobby. The fact that it's an honorable mention sucks, but yeah. It sucks. A, yeah, yeah, it's an honorable But mention. that's what I rearrange. That's how I rearranged this after we had that talk, is that okay. Ennis Lobby is in my honorable mentions now. Uh, because it's that moment with Robin when she, I mean, that's probably one of the most, yeah, important it's moments it's, to me. It's, it's yeah. so good. Having Soga King and the fact that only Luffy knows that it's not Usopp shoot down the flag and declare war on the world government felt at the time like, oh, we're headed into the end of One Piece. Like, you don't yeah. declare war on the world. What are you talking about? The whole thing's been building up this whole bullshit with them. Like, you don't do that. So that was that was devastating. So fair enough. And his lobby's phenomenal. It really yeah. is. Uh, my uh, be, before I'll tell you what I replaced Ennis uh, replaced with Ennis Lobby. Just oh, okay. Ennis, uh, I was gonna say the Baratier or the Barati. DJ loves that arc, and I do too. Uh, and it's better in the manga than it is in the show, but it is very good in the yeah. show. And um, for I mean, if nothing else, just because of the Mihawk Zoro yeah thing. Yeah, no, it's a big moment. Um, my two honorable mentions are, which by the way, Reverse Mountain, I just want to talk about again, it's Laboon, but that's not one of my honorable mentions. My two honorable mentions are, um, you know, I'll go with personal connection. Uh, first one, Long Ring, Long Land. Oh, it's so dumb. It's so <laughs> stupid. It's so bad. But the power of the Afro is, nope. it's the, I've never laughed at like a comedy special as much as I've laughed at Luffy walking out with an afro and boxing gloves and thinking he's the shit. Yes. And everyone being like, are you kidding me? Except Usopp and Chopper who were like, oh, look at him. Oh, he's doing it. This is my guy right here. Like I thought, and the fight's good. The fight with Foxy's good. The game with the, the problem is I thought that was a filler arc. The first time I watched it. Me too. I was like, this is a filler. What the fuck? We're having a circus game? This is crazy. But the end of Long Ring, Long Land, where Kuzan shows up, Aokiji, and is Mm. like, hey, fuck all your shit. I'm an admiral. You don't know anything. And Mm -hmm. Robin is not who you think. And you're like, wait, 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 what are you talking about? What are you talking about here? That was crazy. So that's an honorable mention. And my second honorable mention is... um, I'll be shocked if it's your number one, but I guess there's a chance. My honorable mentions, Impel Down, which I find to okay. be just... The the only p- negative I would put uh, Impel Down is um, is something I would lobby from Sabody all the way to post-war, and it's just that 
Jesus Christ, can we just press the brakes a little bit? Like impel down, is, <laughs> it, it's it's overwhelmingly brutal, fast, high octane, a lot of yeah. action, a lot of new characters, a lot of old characters, a lot of devil fruit powers, a lot of things you think you can't overcome. The Blackbeard pirates, blah blah blah. Like impel down is pretty fucking exhausting in a good yeah. way. It does deserve way. an honorable mention, yeah. I think. Impel do down think is insane. Uh, um, but I think I have a guess at your number one if it's not Impel Down. Yeah, you probably know it. M- maybe. Oh. Is it? Well, I'm going to come out with it. Is it Skypea? No. Oh, gee, I have no idea then. It's Water 7. Oh, I'm so such an idiot. I thought you would have. <laughs> t- yeah, yeah. No. What? So um, we've talked a lot about it. I'm, I'm going to let you have your thoughts here in a second. But the the one thing... Um, we were talking with, because Jake got through Water 7, like I said, um, and everyone everyone talks about how good Water 7 is. He's like, is this the best? Is it all downhill from here with One Piece? And I'm like, technically speaking, maybe. Maybe it is all downhill from here. But the way the show plays you and the way the show builds off your characters, your connection, your love, your world... No, there's a, there's arcs. Marine Ford, I think, is better. I don't, I don't think it's better objectively, but I think it's better in how I perceived it. So, like, Water 7, if anyone, if you ever heard anyone in the world be like, ah, Water 7's not that good, just euthanize them, dude. Get them, <laughs> like, get them out of the gene pool, because they're wrong. Like, yeah. that's a wrong statement. Uh, they are wrong, and that's, like I said, I already touched on this and everything, but this is when I first came back into One Piece. Uh, was for the Water 7 arc. And I caught up on the show quick when this came out. And uh, Skypea was kind of a slog for me, the way Alabasta is for most everybody else. Okay, uh, fair. Even fair. though I do love the uh, main antagonist in it. Um, uh, Skypea uh, deserves uh, a... Anaru? Yeah. And Sky... I mean, that's my... that If I had a Devil Fruit power, that's what I'd want. Lightning? Yes. Okay, absolutely I can't, I can't blame you there i don't know if it'd be my choice but i can't bl- it's it's badass right to become lightning like yeah. you are made out of teleportation yeah. come on you if you're lightning you can teleport yeah no he does it's, he he straight up does it's it's, it's the it's, coolest shit ever when when you know he's obviously been god and been fucking around but when he's sitting there and then all of a sudden he's like back behind the crew you're like yeah what ah, what ah. uh and I'm really into Native American. There's a huge Native American theme colonialism to the is Shandorans. a big part of right. of the the themes. <clears throat> so I I you know Sky Island should have made it on my list. It was it was a toss up between Alabasta and Sky Island on which for five. one to go for for number five. Yeah, and I went with Alabasta because I think I don't know, but Sky Island is it's still up there as is it yeah it, I just couldn't find a spot on the list for and it and it is long term. It's it's maybe the most important arc in the entire series. It, right. Yeah. Long term. Um, it does need to be talked about. Yeah. But Water 7, most special arc of any anime ever in yeah. my heart. So, and I've watched quite the, a few. The only thing that contests it is the, is the Golden Age from Berserk for me. It's the only thing that even comes mm. close to contesting it in what I, I deem to be quality. But my God, Water 7 is just, it's just so good dude and it and it introduces one of my favorite straw hats frankie is freaking awesome frankie is awesome he's hilarious he's strong you know what actually i just picked up on a rewatch i was watching an episode with um um was i watching with jake yeah i was watching it with jake 
when the um, CP9 raids Frankie and Usopp while they're discussing Mary and, you know, like... Yeah, Usopp the Matan. Yeah, and they're in that basement building off the edge. When Frankie goes to punch Bluno, he actually shakes Bluno's iron body. And it's the first time anyone shakes. Obviously, Luffy kicks the shit out of him a little bit later. But... Zoro, Sanji, and Luffy didn't even touch that iron body before that. And Frankie, mm-hmm. on his first attack, shakes his iron body. Like, Frankie's a fucking force. Yeah. Like, the fact that he's not talked about in the top three, because it's, you know, the monster trio, I, I think is kind of a disservice. He's obviously number four. Brooke, I guess you could make a debate because we don't get to see a lot of Brooke and he's a swordsman. But, like, he's obviously number four. I think he even contends for number three with Sanji. Like, I think Frankie versus Sanji would be a fight. He'd yeah. lose to Zora and Luffy. I'm not, question that, but. I'm not big on the post-time skip, Frankie. Um, I, I thought I wasn't, I'll admit, because his the the, the, the shaved head and the, and the bot. But as the arcs go on post-time skip, and he yeah. both stylizes his, his hair and stuff, but also the different outfits that they put Frankie in, like in Dressrosa yeah. with the funny, uh, uh, the black suits and, and all that. Yeah. I I came around to it real fast. Um, I just, I just, it's so hard for me because they they he's so silly that that he's all of his so fights and everything. Silly. It, it I, it's hard for me Dude. to gauge his his actual battle ability. Dude, when he's on the rooftop of the train and he goes into invincible Frankie mode by just laying down because the front of him is all metal cyborg. All he did was lay down and he's invincible Frankie. What more could you ask? Or the Frankie centaur. The Frankie centaur centaur where the legs go the wrong way. (laughs) That's not right. And he's like, what do you mean? Yeah. No, he is. He's, he's one of my favorite crewmates as well. Um, Super. Gosh, so good. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe Sky Island didn't make my list. But I can't. No, I mean, I there's can. 23 can. arcs, man. What are it's you so hard to get. Yeah. Dude, we got to pick seven. Yeah. Like, and then we still got to do post time skip, which is another 15 arcs. And then we got to do. I think do... that's going to be a little easier. There, well, actually, way less. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, technically nine with what's going on. There's only nine posts because they become 100 episode arcs. You know, right. they, you know, it's just crazy. Dressrosa, Whole Cake, and they're... Wano are all in the hundred episode range. So, but I guess the Dressrosa is a saga. Um, yeah, Punk Hazard and Dressrosa are the two arcs in the Dressrosa saga. Whole Cake Island is also a saga. Whole Cake Saga, Zoe, Whole Cake, and Levely or Reverie, whichever one. You... Okay. Yeah. Wano okay. is the only one that's just Wano. I could, I would argue to say that the whole post time skip is the wano saga dude i have a whole theory we can talk about that on a future one the the way that storytelling changes in one piece pre and post time skip i think is both 100 percent on purpose i think mm-hmm. that i think that 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 oda did it on purpose but i also think it's beneficial to the overall styling of the show because our people are stronger now they're able to take on admirals blah 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 we'll talk about that another time but all right my number one let's hear it you take a guess i took a guess of yours uh your number one um that hasn't been mentioned is it is it skypea did i say it hadn't been mentioned no it's not you didn't yeah i wasn't sure is it ennis lobby it's not it is Savody archipelago 
Is it really? It, dude, I can't even begin to describe. It was so hard for me not to pick that <sighs> so over Marine Ford. We've talked a lot about how important certain moments in One Piece are. All the different ones. Zoro does some cool ass shit, shooting down the flag, helping Nami, Usopp's defiance, all this kind of stuff. Very, very good stuff. We love it. Mm-hmm. However, also, by the way, Sanji in Water 7, just following Robin, doesn't know the story at all, doesn't care what any... He doesn't give a shit what's going on. Robin was forced onto a train by someone. He's getting on that train. So <laughs> good. So good. But anyways, yeah. um, you want to talk moments. There is no bigger moment in all of One Piece than when Luffy punches the Celestial Dragon in the face. Yeah. That is the pinnacle of One Piece, in my opinion. It uh, is. There's other cool shit, of course, obviously. I'm not saying stop watching there. But my God... I didn't, it even, one of my favorite things about it is that the anime actually goes black and white sketch work. Yeah. He punches, uh, Char, Char, um, Car, Carlos? Yeah, no. yeah, Charlos Char- or Charlos, whatever yeah. Is. He punches him into manga. Like, that's he how. He punches him into it's the so, manga. It's so, it stops everything. He also, also, Luffy doesn't do this in the usual way where he's just willing to take on an opponent. He does this knowing he loses afterwards. He, yeah. he does this and he's like, we got to fucking go. He never runs. He never runs. But because of what's going on, he's like, this is no longer happening. I, I fucked up, but I had to because of the situation that led up to it. By the way, Silver's Rayleigh, really, have we not talked about Silver's Rayleigh? Really? I don't know I don't how we haven't even brought really. that up Dude, yet, he, but... so, so Silver's is there, um, and you learn a lot about Goldie Roger. You learn a lot about the Pondoglyphs. You learn a lot about the Admirals. Kazaru shows up for the first time. Um, you fight the pacifistas, which are overwhelming. Kuma yep. gets his moment. Um, Luffy, and, and that's what makes the whole war, post-war, or I mean, uh, Marine Ford War, Summit War, whatever you want to call it, War of the Best Saga, the most important is that from that moment on, the loss in Luffy's eyes as he made a decision that cost him his crew, and he goes through the heartbreak of losing the crew, and then he goes through... Um, the the fight that is to get to his brother and then he loses his brother and then he has to spend two years away from his crew. That whole saga, that whole saga is the best thing to happen in anime, in my opinion, of all time. Yeah. The Summit War saga has the emotional weight, gravity, storytelling ability and character growth amongst all of them because you do get little snippets on what our crew is up to on their yeah. islands. Better than anything I've ever seen. Uh, and the start weird. of that is Sabody. It was really hard for me not to to switch Marine Ford out because Sabody was contender for number two. It is so goddamn impactful. Oh my god, I love it. I love it so much. And like I said, I told you, I watched that over you know and what over it's again. Like? It'd be like imagine if everything the Cell Saga set up for Gohan actually paid off. <laughs> like that's what this saga is for our Straw Hat crew. It yeah. would be so easy to drop the ball on any of these parts, but it does not. Yeah, you nailed it. Are there uh, any not worthies? Do we do the not worthy? Uh, uh, <laughs> Whiskey Peak's a not worthy, and that's it. Whiskey Peak. And that's uh, it. And even then, Whiskey Peak ain't bad. It's just it has the Zoro luffy fight that should never have happened. Uh, I mean, they were still early. Zoro was drunk. Luffy was told by a random person that Zoro was a murderer, and he says, all right, I'll fight my best friend. It wasn't early enough to get away with that. It wasn't early enough to get away with that. It, it, it wasn't. Um, 
I guess it wasn't. Uh, it, that doesn't make sense to me either now mm -hmm. that you mention it. But their fight... Um, the fight's good. I think, like, the fight I think, itself is cool. I think um, the way that it was animated, uh, looking back on it, that was the first clash between Conqueror's Hockeys that we saw. Alleged spoilers. Just kidding. So, I already said it was all We spoilers. already know the but, spoilers. Yeah, yeah. Um, because electricity went through the air and affected the environment. Yeah. Was like that in the manga or was that in the show for style? I'm, I'm it not was in judging. The show. I didn't. I didn't it read the manga. At it that might point, be. I believe you. I believe you. Um, it was the first depiction of it in the in the anime where somebody clashing had an effect on the environment around them. Yeah, I think I would go so far as to myself personally. I might put Drum Island into my into my not worthies. The Doctor's yeah. amazing, and Chopper's introduction, despite him being a novel character, is awesome. But the rest of the but story... The, it's nothing. The The villain yeah. wapples ass, the climax, the fight, none of that's very good. You're really Even only Dalton, in it... Like, I want to like Dalton so much, but... Nah. You're only in it for Chopper and Doctor. Yeah. And it is good. And that shit is good, which is why I said I probably won't put it there. But that's it. I think that the East Blue Saga, the start of the series... Syrup Romance, Village. Orange, Syrup... But no, I love Syrup Village. Oh, I love it. That's a not I, worthy for me. Yeah, I know a lot of people have problems with it, and the Boy Who Cried Wolf story is kind of whatever. But Kuro's awesome. Uh, the 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 Michael Jackson villain that hypnotizes himself is hilarious and awesome. Oh, Django. Um, they get their ship Mary. I love that. I love the idea mm. that Usopp is only a cowardish liar in order to be perceived as brave and tough because the princess is uh, well she's not a princess but the, the the girl is um so vulnerable and taken advantage of like i i love syrup village i think it's phenomenal yeah, i guess it is pretty Cur good. kuro's kuro's plot is a little stupid yeah i'm an ex-pirate who has been a butler for years just so that i can take over a village that has yeah whatever yeah. But everything else, I, I, I like Sierra Village a lot. But I get it. A lot of people aren't big fans. I might put Logue Town in a not worthy. Um, yeah, Logue Town was kind of... The only reason why Orange Town, would... too, maybe, but... No, I love Orange Town. You fight Buggy, it's No, funny. it's so funny. Yeah. That's why... Buggy's one of my but favorite One Piece characters. I think that using... And, and this is not a fault of the story, because originally One Piece was only supposed to be a two-year story, so Logue Town was still well within the first year. I think doing the comparison of um, Luffy and Roger in Roger's town where he was executed on the platform, I thought that was a little premature. When you watch it the first time, it's not. But when you get um, literally a thousand episodes and chapters later, you're like, oh, we could have done that in a better time. We could have, like, we yeah. could have done that. Ace's. Ace's thing in Marineford was a better version of that and stuff like that. I, I think that that's purely a symptom of. Uh, Oda having a timeline for the story he was going to tell and then getting successful and being able to stretch it. So I don't think I'll put it in not worthy, but maybe, I don't know. Otherwise, no. That's Whiskey Peak is is the only definitive. The rest are subjective. Uh, I I almost put Longling, Longring, Longland in there, but... Um, dude, the Afro. The, the Afro, dude. It's so... Or actually, so that is my favorite moment. That is what makes the arc... Zoro and Sanji working together in the in the hamburger game. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're fighting a guy named Hamburger, but I call right. it the hamburger. The soccer match. The soccer match thingy. 
That was legitimately great. It's like half them fighting each other because they hate each other and they're not taking the game seriously. Mm-hmm. And then half, oh shit, we might actually die because they're not playing fair and them kicking their ass. Right. And, that's and cool. just the 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 fun crew moments where you get to see Chopper freaking out because he's like, oh God. Yeah. Oh my. No, and, and, for... and then Ro- Robin goes over and it's just like, it's okay, little deer. Like, yeah. And no, when she's like holding him, and when the Davy Bat game ends up being a farce, and Chopper freaks out, and Zoro is like, "Listen, you're a pirate. You're on the seas with us. You know what this costs, and you know what your captain made as a decision. Sit there and shut up." And Chopper like goes silent, sits down, and puts on yeah. his brave face. They're like, "Oh, not only do you feel bad for the because Chopper is a child, but you're also just like, yeah, yeah, Zoro's right. Like Zoro and the- Cho- Zoro and Chopper actually throughout the whole show have this like uh, they have a bond straight they, up. They have a they have a bond that yeah. a lot of the other crew members don't don't have because Zoro is the best. He is. He's the he best. The I mean, best. what do you want from me? He's the best. Mm-hmm. He is so fucking good. He is." because when people got me into i'm just using the hunter hunter analogy again when people got me into hunter hunter they constantly talked about not going they talked about Killua. when i'm talking one piece i'm usually talking zoro not luffy no offense with <laughs> luffy luffy is king but dude zoro but zoro but zoro dude you know what i'm saying like it's just yeah it's not the same man it's not the same freaking love yeah. him dude world's greatest swordsman or will be one day he will be uh, all right any any uh jerry's corner closing thoughts uh Watch it's one funny piece. yeah the only thing i thought about one piece man that afro power man it's so good dude it's still i was jake watched it and he said is this what you loved and i went oh you know it and then i was like dude it used to be my facebook banner i had it there for years you know what? i'm gonna go make it my facebook banner <laughs> it's it, i never changed it it has been my facebook banner for like 10 years now that's so funny because does it they tell you when you put it, it on there because if it tells you when you put it on there i'll know how long it's been uh there's another anime i watch um i've been yeah. trying to get at least one other person to finish it never question um, so i can talk to him about it but it's 20, called megalo box august 22nd 2013 it's been wow. nine. It's been nine, almost ten years that this has been my wall or my banner. Never question the power of the afro from iFunny. I saved it off of iFunny. That's funny. Uh, but yeah, Megalo Box is a, a an anime about boxing, and the guy has an afro in it. And I'm wondering if there's some connections there. Ooh, now. a little inspiration, a little <laughs> taken from. I would love that. Oh, that's uh, so but good. that's it. I have nothing else to say. No, me either. I've, uh, like I said, I've talked about One Piece on the show a lot, and I would c- like to continue to talk about One Piece in different well, I, ways. I hope DJ enjoys this show. I don't know how many other people are. Yeah, we didn't. I don't it. think we spoiled anything for DJ. I think I said maybe one thing, and he won't care. So um, he he can power through. So if there's one listen, no, there better be three listens because I asked DJ, uh, Craig and Jake to skip to the end to count as a full play. So yeah, we'll get a couple. Yeah, we'll there. get a couple. But I don't give a fuck, man. It's One Piece. No, it had to be done. It had to be it's done. It will due. be done. So thank you for listening to this episode, listisode of Men of the Machine. I'm Kevin, and I'm Lucas. And see you next. Well, yeah, it's Lista, so it's see you next. I wish Charles was here to speak. Yeah, no, no, no. yeah beep, beep, beep. We'll be good. Bye. And as you can see, over here we have the man of the machine.